welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All Stars 4's Episode 0 titled Meet the Queens. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined as always by one delicious co-host. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say, I thought you had the stuff to go all the way. <laughs> Good one. All right. I like that one. I like that one. To Taylor, the latte boy. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Taylor. Already latte. attacking me. The new season hasn't even started and I'm already be. I feel very, very attacked. Uh, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. You know, I don't know if I ever talked about this on the show, but every single week, every single week without fail, uh, I get together with my brother and his family and I cook a family dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm always running out of ideas of what to make them. I want everyone to know this. I was talking to this Taylor the Latte boy uh, <laughs> over the weekend or something. And I say to him, I go, oh, I don't know what to make for this family dinner. And and he goes, oh, well, well, Baba Lou and I are going to um, – we're going to have dinner right now. We're going to have this thing called chicken bog. Now, I don't know what it is yet. But I say – I ask him what it is. And he tells me briefly what it is. And I say, uh, that sounds good. I think I want to make that for this family dinner. Uh, Taylor, do you want to have a? Did here's my question to you: Did I make the the chicken bog for dinner? No, you did not. Oh, why is that? Because I never sent you the recipe, like I said I would. <laughs> now tell the audience, tell everyone in the audience, what this chicken bog is. Chicken bog is a Paula Dean recipe. So the basic ingredient it starts with a hint of racism, mm-hmm. um, but it's pretty much it's a southern chicken and rice recipe it's very relatively easy to make it takes you take a whole fryer chicken and you take um a thing of smoked sausage we actually add two smoked sausages because that's how we like it insert Mm -hmm. joke here and you um put in a bunch of seasoning and you put in her house seasoning which is easy enough to make bay leaves and you um pretty much boil it for about an a little less than an hour Mm -hmm. you put in a whole onion Take everything out, take the chicken all out, and then you pour in rice in the broth that you've made. Mm-hmm. Stir that in for a while, and then he gives the chicken a time to cool. Remove all of the meat and the skin off of the chicken bones. Put it back into the rice mixture. Mix it up. Take it off the oven for a little while. Let it cool down a little bit because it's super, super hot. And then it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. And it's relatively inexpensive to make, and you can eat off of it for about four days. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, no. And it's really good. She used to make it on her show. She would make it with um, beer biscuits, like homemade biscuits that were made with beer. But mm-hmm. we just usually get uh, uh, Pillsbury rounds, uh, just, you know, or grands, grands, the, bi- the big fluffy biscuits that you buy yeah. in the can mm-hmm. that you go to open it. And it sounds like a shotgun and everybody in the house screams like that's those are the ones that I'm we gonna get. I'm going to tell you something. I can watch any horror movie. Like, I want to go see this Halloween and shit like that, right? No, uh-huh. I, no emotion. Right? There is nothing that frightens me more than opening one of those goddamn uh, things. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Well, you've heard the, the, the old wives' tale about the person who got in the hot car, and it was in the back of their car, and it exploded, and they thought it was a shotgun. And when they reached back and there was good, they thought they were shot in the back of the head and called the police. And the police had to explain to them, no, it's just Where biscuit they... batter that hit the back, back of your head. Oh, the biscuit batter hit the back of their head. I would. Yeah. That would be me. Yeah. 
That would have totally. To be fair, I've had a time or two where I've been in the back seat of a car and batters hit the back of my head, but that's a whole other story. Baby batter. But let me ask you this question, Taylor Lanty Boy. It's been about a month since we spoke to you last. What have you been up to? What have we been missing from the world, the land of the lattes? Well, um, I have gone headfirst into video game playing with a bunch of my favorite video games. Video games I've been waiting for forever Mm -hmm. uh, finally came out. I. Uh, bought spider-man for playstation mm-hmm. and i also bought a lego game and last week i bought red dead redemption or two weeks ago i bought red dead redemption yeah. too mm-hmm. yes and i know you just bought it recently as well you got it as a gift yeah i got it as a gift as a thank you for house sitting my brother's dogs mm-hmm. but uh you know i started playing it and it is i just love that i think i played for about three hours and then i ended the game i saved it kind of go and it said 1% done. Yeah. What Taylor, 1%. It is a enormous very very slow paced game. Now, just because it's slow doesn't mean it's not for me anxiety inducing because I'm constantly you played the first one. You and I talked about the fact that you yeah. played the first one and you love the first one. Love it. Yeah. So the thing that I remember most about the end of that game mm-hmm. was mountain lions and bears, where you would turn around and suddenly there would be a mountain lion would jump yeah. out of nowhere to attach you and then it would kill you. Yeah. So I'm constantly like looking over my shoulder, convinced when I'm walking around out in the woods, because somewhere near where my camp is, I hear a mountain lion or a cougar or a puma or something. So I jump on my horse and I run. You know, so I, I it's it's very nerve wracking. And one of the first missions is and this isn't a spoiler. You have to hunt a bear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've gotten to that point yet or not, but you'll no. you'll have a mission early on where you have to go and hunt a bear. All I've done um, is search a cabin and beat a guy up. OK, are you still up in the mountains where everything's snowy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saved John Marston. OK, OK. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, that's that's in the that's in the first like hour of the game. Well, here's so, the question: Does John Marston play a role ever in the game again, or is that just like the one little tie-in? I think John Marston plays. Yeah, well, he yes, he's part of the game because he is part of the camp that you go with. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> everyone should know that in, Roop, in Red Red in the original Red Dead Redemption, John Marston is the main character that you play, and so yeah. now he's just another character, and you're playing a different character. And this is a prequel. To that, so he is yeah. a younger version, and I, okay. Also, not only is he in it, but his wife and child are in the game as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I saw the wife. Yeah. <clears throat> so what will happen is you all eventually will end up in a camp together. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of like you're all in a camp now, but you're all in those like cabins in the in the snow. Yeah. You eventually have a camp together, and you want to talk to characters as you're walking through. Mm-hmm. Um, just just even not characters that you have missions with, and at some point. You're going to go with the one – you're going to go with an old man and go and hunt a bear. And then it gives you the option – now, this is this is kind of tying into our show. Yeah. It gives you the option of – because you don't kill the bear. The bear runs off. And you have the option of going and hunting the bear or going back with the old man. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of going back with the old man. You want to continue on and hunt the bear. The reason why is if you hunt the bear, you meet a trapper who will eventually make a hat out of the bear's head for you. Mm-hmm. That looks like the hat that Ginger Minge wore in the Death Becomes Her cha- Runway Challenge, wow. where it's like the bear's head on top of your head. And I didn't do that, so I don't have the Ginger Minge hat. You know what's so funny is going with the old man or after the bear is the same choice that the guy I'm seeing had to make. When, 
when he decided whether to date me or not. I'm sure. He yeah, did. you know. By the way, yeah. and I know you probably don't want to get into this yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. You you throw out these little breadcrumbs sure. about this person you're seeing yeah. every once in a while, mm-hmm. and I know that you talk to your other co-host on catching up about this person you're yeah. seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't get phone calls. I don't know anything about this individual. I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. Here's why: because when I call you, this everyone should know. I'm being completely 100 percent honest. This is how Taylor answers the phone. <sighs> Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. And I go, hi, Taylor. Is everything okay? And I go, yeah, just calling to see how my friend Taylor is. Oh, um, hold on. I think Baba Lou's calling me. What? <gasps> That's such a lie. <laughs> and I want everyone to know. I go like, hey, today I go, do you want to do this uh, meet the Queens thing? And then he was like, I really want to do it, but hold on. And then I heard, he's like, then you heard like, Honey? Honey? <coughs> yeah? I, uh, Joe Tans, um, he wants to know, uh-huh, can I do Meet the Queens with Joe today? I promise it'll only be an hour, I promise. Okay, I love you. I love you. He said I could do it. He said I could do it. And I was like, what? where are you living? Yeah, that's permission lies untruths and fallacies that is so not the way it happened okay how did it happen i said to you you i you said were you interested in doing a meet the queens episode i my first question was when because i have plans tomorrow night and we're taping pot as my co-pilot on sunday night you said whenever i said you want to do it tonight you said yes i said okay let me just confirm that we don't have plans i walked in said to my husband are we doing anything tonight? Plus, we had had a conversation earlier because I played video games all afternoon that he was going to play video games tonight. So I was just confirming that that was still the plan. So that way I could give you my undivided attention. You know how that story is not true? You said in the story that I said to Babalu, it'd only be an hour. He's been what we taped these things before. He knows it's never going to be just an hour. <laughs> I know. You know, it's so funny. You're right. You caught me because I had a, I'm going to see a friend after this. And I had to tell him, like, look, I don't know when I'm going to be there. Like, I go, I'm going to leave right after, and I'll, and I'll meet up. I'll call you when I leave. Now, let me tell you something, though. Let me ask you this question. This is the important question. This is the one on everybody's mind. Do you guys don't have his and his video games? Kind of. He has a Switch. He has a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And I am a PlayStation guy. Uh, so, and he can, so if anybody who knows anything about the Switch is you can play it as a handheld, but he also likes to... Um, put it. He has a dock that he can put it in, and then it shows up on TV. And he likes to play. Depending on the game, he likes to play on that as well. So for the longest time, he would he liked to play on the TV, and I was kind of grumpy pants about it because I couldn't watch TV. And he would always say, "I can always play on a screen." Well, now suddenly I'm playing on the big screen, and my response is, "You always said you could play it on your little handheld." And he's all like, "But I want to play on the big screen." So occasionally we have little disagreements about it but mm-hmm. ultimately i have a million other things to do i have been catching up on dragula your the dragula oh, yeah. recaps uh-huh. i love Lori. what about Joe when, when i get out to la i want to meet Lori. you know so if for no other reason your response to everything Lori says makes me love her even more because you just giggle at every single thing she says i'm gonna tell you something this is gonna be a big announcement for everyone listening a few days ago, I text Lori and I say, if you could interview any of the Dragula queens, who would it be? And her answer is Melissa B. Fierce. Okay? 
So okay. eye contact is Melissa B. Fierce. This is the first time anyone's hearing this. Eye contact is Melissa B. Fierce. She says she will do it. So Lori awesome. and I are going to interview Melissa B. Fierce for the Dragula Recap Show. That's great. Yeah, so That's I text really I text Lori and I say, I booked Melissa B. Fierce for an interview. And she writes, on second thought, pinche queen. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. And I was in myself. Right? Uh. <laughs> and so uh, that's Lloyd Roggenkamp and my our relationship. But, you know, uh, you know what else I want to talk about, Taylor? Is, I don't, do you know that we were on Reddit this week? No. Yeah. So listen to this. I got a story. So I uh, uh, made a Patreon post, a really quick one. And I, I said on the Patreon post, I said... Okay, so, you know, all stars. I have inside tea from a well-placed source. Uh, you know, uh, the, the All-Stars 4 premieres December 14th, uh, 8 p.m. You heard it here first. And and I, like I said, you and I have known this for about a week before I made this announcement. Right? I told all you guys. And uh, I thought you were wrong. So, Oh, but, did you really? Yeah, I, th- I thought there's – because you, you and I talked about it. Yeah, and I said there's I was no talking. way they're going to do this then. But, okay, go ahead. Finish yeah. your story. But then, you know, I finish it and a couple of uh, very kind Patreon supporters message me. And they said, you know, Joe, it's not a good idea to publish this post because someone might put it on Reddit and it might open up your source to getting in trouble. Right? Makes sense. Yeah, so I took it down. Like, I'm talking, it wasn't up for like five minutes, and I took it down. Okay? Uh-huh. But then, you know, then they announced that this uh, Trixie and Detox, they're supposed to announce uh, uh, this, um, this, the, this, the, as we're going to talk, the All-Stars forecast, okay? Right. And so I go, you know what? They're going to reveal it in less than 24 hours. Why don't I give the Patreon fans just a little bit of a, you know, at least a day before they'll know, right? So I write a post, but it's very, I'm very careful about it, right? And and I use most of the posts to talk about how things are going to be changing here at Patreon. Here are some of the changes, blah, 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 right? And I just sort of Mm -hmm. mentioned sort of casually, here's some tea, All-Stars 4 premieres, you know, December 14th, 8 p.m. VH1, blah, 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 blah. I wake up in the morning, <laughs> and the top of the spoiled drag race. Now, let me before I say anything, let me tell you this: we don't do anything illegal. We do everything by the book. But I still don't, and I know based on from what other people have said that I know that World of Wonder knows we exist. Okay, right. But I just like to be sort of in there. I don't want to be. To me, I feel like I'm um, Frodo and your and your um, Samwise Ganji. Gamji, right? And then the oh, I'm eye, fine with that. Yeah, the the Eye of Sauron is looking for us, right? And the Eye of Sauron is wow. Okay, okay. I don't want to get caught in that eye. All right. Yeah. Let me tell you this: the post is worse than I could ever imagine. It says Joe from Drag Race Recap. <laughs> Uh, said this, 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 and this, and then has a copy of the Patreon post, <laughs> like an image, like they've they've taken a screenshot 
Oh, no. And they've posted on Spoiled Drag Race, and there's all these comments. I didn't, But I didn't read the comments, because I knew I didn't want to see anything like, uh, uh, that show, it fucking sucks. All Right Mary is the best one. Or, like, uh, those fucking guys sucks. I, I listened to It Bears Repeating, or something like that. I didn't need to see that, right? I didn't need my ego bruised, so I didn't read the comments. Right. But I was like, but, the, but I didn't even care about that part so much. The last thing I needed was I don't need uh, RuPaul and Fenton Bailey and all the <laughs> monsters at World of Wonder coming after me because I revealed that a day before. And then I was like, but you know what? It's coming out this morning. They won't care. And then they delayed it by a day because of the shooting in Los Angeles. Right. I did see that. Yes. Uh so anyway, so that is that was us being on the show. But anyway, Taylor, that's not why we were here. Uh, we're, we're here about we're here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Four. We're also going to talk. Do you want to talk about All Stars Four at first, or do you want to talk about the Hollis Slay special or whatever it's called, Hollis Slay Spectacular or something? Well, two things. Um, one, I am repeating in my own ears all of a sudden, and your picture is frozen. Oh, I don't know why that is. So um, is the repeating is, is the repeating sometimes it comes and goes. So has it gone away? <clears throat> no, it's done it since oh now it's now it's not doing it. Okay. Yeah. You're still frozen, but it's it's done it mm. for a while. So okay. Uh oh yeah, look, I, that what a horrible look for me to be frozen on my face. <laughs> I would like to talk about the Hollis Slay special just because it's coming up first. Okay, and then it also kind of that way it kind of leaves the listeners wanting more and wanting to hear what we think about the All Stars forecast. Yeah, hold on. Hollis Slay spectacular. Are are you watching this horrible let me see? Holiday special. That's a, <laughs> holiday. Ah, what is it called? What's that? Let me see. Okay, here we go. It's called... <clears throat> that picture of RuPaul, by the way, for a minute. Okay, yeah, here we go. All right, Taylor, so let's talk about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Hollis Slay Spectacular, which is a one-off seasonally-themed episode, and it's going to pit former contestants... Eureka O'Hara, Jasmine Masters, Shangela, Kimchi, Latrice Royale, Mayhem Miller, Sonique, okay, and Trixie Mattel. They're going to all compete against each other for the title of America's first drag race Christmas queen. Taylor, your thoughts? I think it's a great idea. It's a cute idea for something to do for the holidays. I know they did in years past, they did some sort of green screen mm-hmm. show or something, green screen, green screen Christmas thing. Um, I think at this point, VH1 definitely recognizes they have a cash cow with, with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. So to do something like this is a great idea. Um when we received word that they were doing this or the link to it, you and Evan and I are all in a private drag race recap chat and i said they should have just named this the i'm sorry shangela here's an award <laughs> show which is so true which is exactly what it should have been called yeah and and i read an article today um from entertainment weekly where rupaul pretty much says that shangela should have won dra- she loves trixie mattel but shangela should have won drag race the all-stars all-star season three um, so I find it interesting that 
she was so open about that. Um, RuPaul tells Entertainment Weekly, adding that the seasons ahead will serve as a minor course correction after the All-Stars 3 finale sharply divided the Rabbit Drag Race fan base. I think it will shock fans. Um, I love Trixie Mattel. She's a real superstar, but I did not count on the girl, other girls who came back being so vindictive and voting against Shangela. Well, so look, it's, it's for her, so Shangela you... to be back for that, this, mm-hmm. I think, is Shangela's got to know look, yeah. we're going to make this right. Yeah. Unless you completely royally fuck up, we're going to make this right. Yeah. Just please, please do one more. <laughs> I kind of feel they told the other girls this too. Like, look, Mayhem, you have zero chance to win this. It's just a chance for you to get more TV time um, and uh, to give Shangela the crown. I mean, like, Trixie, Trixie's there. And you know Trixie? I feel Trixie's there is so that the fans leave her alone and she's there to personally put the crown on Shangela. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, according to Nami Harder in the chat room, he says that they were the, that RuPaul was uh, talking about the, the, the other girls being vindictive towards the show, not towards uh, Shangela. I would respectfully disagree with that. Oh, really? I think I that when you watch the video of all of them just picking the lipsticks... That it kind of felt like it was directed at Shangela. I think I think that they were also sort of just pissed at the whole procedure. Mm-hmm. But knowing how bad Shangela wanted it, it seems like it felt it felt the way I read it, the way I observed it, it just sort of felt like a kind of a fuck you towards Shangela as well. Or or Shangela was collateral damage. I don't know, but it's it just it's it didn't it didn't feel good. So I feel like this, especially considering this is a Christmas thing, and Shangela has been in two um had worn two Christmas outfits for various for All Stars three and also season three when they did the Christmas challenge. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of fitting if this were to be something that she would be she would she would take home the crown too. It's a great cast though. It's it's it looks like it's going to be a fun cast. Okay, well let's go through it one by one. First you have Eureka O'Hara. What are your thoughts on Eureka O'Hara coming back for the Hollis Slay Spectacular? And that's kind of the one where I'm like already you're already back, but I she's fun. I've seen a picture of all of them. It seems like it's a group photo of all of them standing on mm-hmm. the runway and she's in some huge Victorian Mrs. Claus mm-hmm. tent for the, and she looks amazing. She looks mm-hmm. amazing in this one picture. She's standing holding her muff and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. It's, it's, it just kind of feels like we literally just had two seasons in a row with you. Well, Take also it feels like a lot of people are very sick of her too. Well, that's kind of, I'm trying to be nice about it, but yeah, yeah. I'm a little tired of her. I want something different. Yeah. Uh, what about now? Do you think it's weird that Jasmine Masters is one of them, but uh, so is Latrice, that they're both on All Stars and the Christmas one? Um, what do you think of Jasmine Masters being there? I think Jasmine Masters is sort of an unsung hero of yeah. season seven. Mm-hmm. And as time has gone on, we were talking, my husband and I were talking today about the cast announcement for All Stars 4. Mm-hmm. And he said she is the one he is most excited to see. Because he loves all of the memes and he loves the whole, I have one, you know, my name is Jasmine Masters and I have one thing to say. Mm -hmm. He loves when she's in the car and the woman walks past and look on her (laughs) face. He loves all that sort of stuff. So I think he is expecting there to be more of that. So I I wasn't aware she was in the Christmas and All-Stars 
four. I thought she was just in All Stars four. No, she's in the Christmas one. Now, what's funny is my favorite Jasmine Masters video is the one when she is telling people that they got a job, and she does that whole uh, act out of calling places and asking for a job, where she pretends to call places and go, "Hi, McDonald's, are you hiring today? Great, I'll be down there directly." Then she pretends to call, "Hi, Burger King, are you hiring?" Great, I'll be there soon, or something like that. It's so funny. Uh, all right, next we have Shangela. Now, obviously, you and I, I agree with you. You made the statement, and I agree with it, that uh, Shangela's going to win this thing. I mean, there's no... Anyone who thinks otherwise, I think, is <laughs> in for a very big disappointment. But uh, what are your thoughts on Shangela being there? I love Shangela. I love Shangela. I mean, so long as she doesn't do the whole Game of Thrones thing. I, she's allowed one winter is coming. She's allowed one. After oh. that, it's going to be nothing but eye rolls and groans from me sitting on the couch. Yeah. Um, I forgot about but, the Game of Thrones references. Yeah, all of the Game of which I just saw something about from – I just saw a video clip on Tumblr of Chad Michaels with all of his Hunger Games references from All-Stars 1 because those yes. held up really uh. well. <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah, so, so that, that's I, – I love Shanji and I, I – that is one of those – that it still upsets me for her that she didn't win All Stars three. The, the the picture, the this the the clip of Rue looking back downstage at her and her standing with her head held high still is hard to see just because you could see the communication between the two of them that is all done completely just through visually, just mm-hmm. just through looking at each other's eyes. It, it's it's tough. So I think that she ha- if she doesn't win this one. Heads will fucking roll. It would be embarrassing if she doesn't if she win. win. It'd be embarrassing if she didn't win this this made up title. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kimchi. I I love kimchi. Kimchi was one of those that I loved in her season. Talk about somebody with creativity and somebody who you want to see coming down the runway because you mm-hmm. never know what you're going to get from her, other than it's going to be unique and amazing and creative. So adding on to that. You know, Christmas, which is the gayest holiday of all, uh-huh. I think I think we're in for a treat with kimchi. Now, with kimchi, I wonder why she hasn't – because you know she's welcome to come back to All-Stars. They would love to have her. But I was wondering why she's chosen – maybe because a one-off and it's one episode, so she doesn't have to be there for weeks. It's like three or four days. Um, but why else do you think she hasn't done an All-Stars yet? Well, I mean, you figure there's only really – well, there was – all-Stars 2 was after her season, right? It was immediately after her season. Okay, so that seemed a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And then you figure All-Stars 3, I mean, maybe they already had the cast pretty much rounded out. Mm-hmm. All-Stars 3 kind of feels like, though, that they took the, if I'm remembering correctly, like All-Stars 1 was the first chunk of seasons. Obviously, yeah. it was seasons 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. All-Stars 2 felt more like it was to you know the the second group all-stars three still kind of felt like the second group and just kind of going into the third whereas all-stars four feels very much like the later seasons with you know a couple of couple of exceptions so maybe they just didn't think she was ready yet for it plus as um as nami says in the chat room she's a look queen but not a performance queen so maybe they figured she wasn't really ready for an all-stars yet Whereas something with Christmas, even though I know there is a dance piece to this, oh, I see what you're saying. it's really more about it's more about the looks. That's what people are going to be there for, particularly for this. Yeah, and just, in other words, they have a talent show on All Stars. They have had one. How is she going to do in said talent show? What is she going to do? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she's somebody that you know 
they kimchi is one of those people that I think Rue doesn't want to have to send home early because she is so beloved that I think if something with a talent show, she would probably be in the bottom two, I would think. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's the possibility that she would be sent home. And I don't think I, I I think that would not look good for her. So maybe that's why she hasn't been in on all stars yet, but she might surprise us with the, uh, with the with the Christmas special. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this now? Look, she's chunky yet funky. She's Latrice Royale. What are your thoughts on her being on All Star? I mean, this Hall is Slay Spectacular. I I love Latrice Royale yeah. to fucking death. So I am thrilled. Any chance I get to see her, I particularly get to see her on All Stars. Latrice was the first queen that I ever went and saw in a club perform mm-hmm. yeah. um, of of the drag race of uh, drag race girls mm-hmm. i stood about five feet away from her while she did a gladys knight song mm-hmm. that involved just talking in the song and never missed a fucking syllable she was professional she was amazing she was just incredible um and i i i want to see more so i'm excited i'm excited for her to be a part of this that we get an extra week of latrice from you know, from the Christmas show and then going into all stars for I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Latrice is one of the, she always elevates whatever she's in, you know, like she's just a wonderful presence, very popular. And also we'll probably talk about this later when we're talking about all stars Four. she's one of those Queens that, you know, remind me to get back to this when we talk about all stars Four. but I feel that world of wonder has done a disservice by not having or working it out to to have all the past seasons on Netflix, okay, uh, in the U.S. I know in England now that there are two through seven are available in the in uh, in in the U.K. But right, they're not available at all unless you buy them uh, in the U.S. And I think that's a disservice because it's it's one it's I'm just doing it now it's it's preventing from new fans from finding the show in the off season. Okay, mm-hmm. but also by by having these people go back to previous seasons, these people like in the in your seasons three, four, and now probably five and even six are being forgotten, and they're they need to make money, you know, and, and so like bringing people back like Latrice, and, another, and also here's the thing: is they're also if they're going to be doing all stars and these kinds of events every year, they need to have a way for people to know who they are before they're on all stars. Yeah. Otherwise, how I agree? How is someone to know? Like, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this person in a second, but I barely know who Sonique is. Yeah. Right. Right now, so imagine like someone who's just a casual fan. Um, but Latrice Royale deserves it, and it'll help increase her brand. Next, we have Mayhem Miller, Taylor the Latte Boy. Your thoughts on Mayhem Miller? I loved Mayhem on her season. I th- I thought I thought Mayhem went home too early. Um. And I, she was somebody who I appreciated how excited she was to be a part of this, considering she had fought so long to get on multiple times. She auditioned multiple, multiple times and she got on. So I think that I remember, I think I remember us talking about how sad it was to see somebody who had wanted it for so long going home as early on in the process, especially considering she won the first challenge two of her season yeah so i think that this is a this may be a you auditioned a bunch of times we let you on you went home too early we want to see how you do on this 
And mm-hmm. if you if you kill on this and you really up your game and you step your pussy up, we'll have a spot for you on All Stars Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Or, or some other product that they have coming up in the future. All right. Yeah. I should have done my research and my homework, but Sonique, isn't she in season three? She is in season two. Okay, season two. Is she the one She's who in season two. She she is the one that did two of hearts. Was it two of hearts? Okay, with yeah. Morgan McMichaels, where they yes. said it looked like Mortal Kombat, where it looked like they were just getting ready to beat the shit out of it, the way they were doing all these gymnastics and flips and everything. Um, She's kind of crazy, I, right? She what? She's kind of crazy, right? I don't remember being crazy. Um, I don't remember a lot about her. Uh-huh. I remember her being a big Madonna fan and kind of everything that she did was very Madonna-esque. And even yes. the picture that I've seen um, of the of the cast on the runway, she's wearing sort of a gingerbread-inspired outfit. Mm-hmm. And her makeup and hair seem very Madonna, Madonna-inspired. Well, I think if I'm not mistaken, like Chad Michaels, she's had plastic surgery to look at. But like, she makes her money being like a Madonna celebrity impersonator, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is that is true too, and she is she is trans. She, oh, she, she is. has tr- she has transitioned as well. So this will be the first time that we've seen. I'm I'm assuming she's fully transitioned. I don't know for a fact, but this is another time of which we're seeing a trans performer um, mm-hmm. that starts the show as trans. And and she had mentioned during the reunion for season two that she was transitioning at that time. So I'm curious how that will play given some of the problematic comments and stuff that Rue has said in the past regarding trans uh, trans contestants. Yeah. And finally, we have the winner of All-Stars 3, uh, Trixie Mattel. Your thoughts on her being on this special? I think you kind of hit the nail on the head in that you said that she's probably on there as a show of good faith and a show of good support mm-hmm. for Shanji. Um, now that also being said, Trixie is a, Trixie is a great musical performer, Christmas music, you know, a Christmas inspired music. Maybe she has a Christmas single coming out or something. Um, so this might be a good way to kind of cross market, but I think that it will help. It would help for Shanji. I'm going to say when Shanji gets the crown, if Trixie is there and that she truly, you know, defeats Trixie for the crown. And it's not yeah. one of these where people are saying, well, if Trixie was there, she would have won it because she got all that horse shit. I think, I think that kind of is the role that Trixie plays in this. And I love Trixie. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Trixie Mattel, but I feel like this may be a, as a show of everybody, everybody plays nice and everybody gets along. Why don't you come on the Christmas show with us? Oh no, I agree. I think it's 100% a political move and a very smart one at that because uh, I think Trixie Mattel has gotten a lot of grief and a lot of hatred from the not look from the from the fans who take this a little too seriously, you know, because she won. I've never understood that. You know, I was listening back to our episode where we covered um, uh, the episode where Valentina goes home from season nine, and uh-huh. anyway, I forgot about this. We talked about how Nina Bonina Brown, who's already a little bit mentally unstable, was. Um, facing a lot of backlash for sending home Valentina. And we talked about, like, why are they mad at Nina Bonina Brown? She was just trying her best to win. And then RuPaul 
sent Valentina home for not knowing the words. But she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't sabotage Valentina. And it's the right. same thing here, too. I didn't. I don't think Trixie should have won All-Stars 3, but I don't feel Trixie Mattel did anything to sabotage Shangela. So I don't know why she's gotten the hate she's gotten. Well, because I think people just want what they want, and anybody that prevents them from seeing what they want, seeing their heroes get their accolades, I think is just painted immediately. If you're not the hero, you're the villain. Mm -hmm. And I think that because Trixie is the one who got the crown and who got the title, and Shanji didn't, then I think that makes it where immediately for some people who don't see all of the bigger pieces, they're just focused on they expected that last episode for it to be Shangela that I think they just can't help but see Trixie as the obstacle that kept Shangela from, you know, even though it wasn't her, I, I, I would say it was the other Queens that voted for um, Trixie and uh, uh, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, you know, that, 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 but that's also getting emotionally invested in a show that we don't, we just like to watch it. And we like to talk about it. Yeah, I, you know, I cut to halfway through season All Stars four where I'm like foaming at the mouth and texting you. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is maybe, and I have an answer for this. Somebody I know texted me today, and they were like, they they said to me, they they asked thoughts on the All Stars four cast announcement, and I was like, meh. Now, mostly I was like meh because. If you read Reddit, you now I know you don't, but if you read Reddit, you've known who is going to be on this cast since the summer. Mm-hmm. Reddit pretty much nailed it. Okay, I don't think they knew Sonique, or maybe they did, right? But other than that, there weren't any real surprises. Okay, and um, so I was like, meh, you know, whatever. And then. Oh, no, so Nick is for the Hollis Lay Spectacular. But for All-Stars 4, there were no surprises. We know who they were since the summer. And then uh, she was like, ugh, okay, negative Nancy. And I was like, and I, and I, I didn't want to tell her that I knew about it since the summer. But also, like, I think I've learned over the years just to conserve my energy as much as possible. Because as you know, and as it, as it troubles you, I get way too invested in the show, like a lunatic. Yeah. So I need to, like, conserve as much energy as possible. And so I can't get too excited for a cast announcement, you know? Uh, and so, but and, and but I think, I, I but you know, the, the person I was talking to did make a really good point where she said, you know, I'm really about the visuals and the looks. And I think this is going to be a really good ex- a season for looks. If you look at all the queens that are there, they're, they're big look queens. Yeah. And I was like, that is a really good point. I would agree with that. I'm excited about the cast. I kind of knew. I knew about Manila and uh, Latrice being on. And mm-hmm. I knew a couple of the other ones that were pretty much sure of Trinity, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But until you see all of them together in that picture that they released on Entertainment Weekly where they're all kind of in the iridescent blues and whites. Yeah. That was the fr- I actually got excited seeing that picture and going, okay, this is going to be a good season because we've talked before where I think they need a little bit more time. You know, when they start picking like season nine and season 10 queens and putting them in there, I feel like it's too soon. But when you look at the cast that they have, I can see this being something where you're like, oh, this is going to be a good season because there's there's enough different types of energy that I think are going to be fun for the viewer to watch mixed together. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited. Well, actually, let's use that to transition. As we all know, today is November 9th, 2018, and Entertainment Weekly and World of Wonder announced that the cast of All Stars 4 and that All Stars 4 will premiere December 14th, 8 p.m. on VH1. Uh, then they talked about the cast. Let's go through the cast. It's 10 former queens. First up, we have Monet Exchange. Your thoughts on Monet Exchange being in the cast of All Stars 4. Tales of Latte Boy, go. I don't think I realized how much I loved Monet Exchange until I go back and watch old episodes of the last season. Mm-hmm. I-, I always really, really liked her. I really feel... At the very least, she should have been top four, if not top two. Okay. I I I feel as though there was definitely some robbery going on there. Um and I I'm I'm super excited to see her. She always was great with the one liners. She was always great. She, she I, I like people that have a good energy to them. Mm-hmm. And she is somebody who when I see her, I feel that good energy coming off of her, that she just seems like a genuinely nice person mm-hmm. so i want to i i i want to i want to see her i'm i i i kind of hope do you want to do like who we think's going to be in the top half at the end after we go through? oh everybody? yeah we should do that's a good idea that's okay good idea. all right then i'll keep my mouth shut as to who i think is in the top half okay so here's here are my thing here's my thoughts <clears throat> this goes for monique exchange and we're going to talk about monique hart in a second but Monet Exchange and Monique Hart, I agree that they are all-stars worthy. But if I'm talking as their manager, if I'm managing their career, I don't know if they should have... You know, I think you need to use all-stars as a vehicle to further your career once it starts to wane because the popularity of your season has worn off. So I'm saying you wait two or three years. You you save that all-stars card for when you need it. And I even if they would have waited to All Stars 5 or All Stars 6, they may that may have been smarter. But I don't know if go- going immediately after their season was the wisest choice. That's not to say they're not worthy of being on the show. I I I think they're worth both of them are deserving to be on All Stars. I just don't know if I would have done that as a career. I think it it seems like not a smart choice cuz then that's it. Once what, when are you going to come back? You know, then, then you've just blown your load. What are your thoughts on that, Taylor? Well, shit, Shangela's been back two times. So, yeah. I mean, they could use her for other things. There, there's two th- lines of thinking for that. One, you strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. She was Miss Congeniality in our season. And when you think about it, the only one who really waited a little while before her win on All-Stars, it was Alaska. Uh-huh. You figure, you know, All Stars three, All Stars one was Chad. She was the previous season on season four. Mm-hmm. The previous season for All Stars three was Trixie. Mm-hmm. That was only two seasons before. Mm-hmm. Alaska was three seasons before when it came out between eight and nine, and she was season five. Um, I think that she may be thinking more of the "you strike while the iron is hot" rather than kind of waiting a couple of years because then you could possibly the way they're doing with marketing and stuff like that, get into the situation you were just talking about with Manila and Latrice where people, there may be people who have no idea who Manila and Latrice are as performers other than memes that they've seen or the, you know, the, the Teletubbies video clip, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the only thing that they really know from Manila. You don't want to get in the same situation. And that may be why Monet is on this season. 
I just thought of another reason right now. I'm looking at the promo photo of All Stars Three. I'm gonna go through the All Stars Three cast. All right. Okay. Morgan McMichael's white. Ben Della Cram white. Chichi Devane black. Kennedy black. Milk white. Thorgy white. Shangela black. Aja question mark. Uh, yeah. uh, I think Aja is actually Middle Eastern. Um, and then uh, Trixie Mattel white. Okay. But if you look at this one, oh, I was I had that on my notes. Oh, did you really? Okay, it's so, a it's a very ethnically ethnic ethnically yeah. diverse cast compared to other All Star seasons, yeah. which well, I commend. Yeah. I think I think I think this was necessary. Yeah, you're right. Because we have a uh, t- let me see. I'm gonna count. Th- I don't want to give away the cast. We're gonna be talking about them: African American, African American, white, white, Latina. Um, African American, African American, uh, African American, Asian, Filipino, so Asian. Um, all the, yeah, it's only two white girls, and the rest of them are people of color. That's unheard of in yeah. a season of All Stars, let or Drag Race, let alone All Stars. And I think I think it's wonderful. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, so the next queen is going to be in All Stars four. We just talked about her, Latrice Royale. Your thoughts. <laughs> I, well, we, you know how I feel about Latrice. Yeah. I love, I love you chunky and funky. Feet away I from think, her. Yeah, I think that this is going to be great. I do find it interesting that she, though, does say in her article, uh, in the, in the interview that they have for her, where it says the whole new sisterly thing we got going on, where everybody is like, "Sis, that's some bullshit." Uh-huh. You ain't really my sister because my real sister would let me know the real tea. She says, adding that she curated a lot of her drag race competitors' runaway looks by telling the girls what worked and what didn't. Mm-hmm. We hold on to these old school values. I ain't with this new Fandango kumbaya bullshit. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you really think. Don't tell me one thing in my face and say something else behind my back. We have a lot of that on All Stars 4, and that warrants my response. That intrigues me. Wait, because I can't imagine of- people talking shit about Latrice behind her back. But wait, so she's saying there's a lot of like, ba- uh, like, like pe- talking about behind people's backs on all the stars four, I guess that seems to be what she says. So she says, we have a lot of that on all stars four and that warrants my response because when you have an opportunity to say what you mean, but don't because you're scared or you punk out, I'm going to come for you for that. Oh, interesting. interesting. So I think that she is, she's somebody else who I've always liked her energy. My mm-hmm. fear with that, when I read that though, is are we going to be playing the villain at it? Which I can't imagine her being no. the villain, but I think she may be where she, there may be some tense moments with Latrice. No, I think exactly what it is is you know she's never played in a competition version before, where there is the element of the board game diplomacy, where you talk to people and you say like in other words, let's say Latrice is in the bottom two. And then, you know, then she has to talk to the queens who are in the top two, you know, and the top Mm -hmm. that she had a conversation. The one queen says, like, I'm not going to eliminate you and then votes to eliminate her. Okay, that's so she may be speaking in code. Yeah. Say, I've got more to say. And after I'm eliminated, I will be saying it. But contractually, I'm not allowed to say anything yet. Yeah. That Valentina told me that she wasn't going to eliminate me. And then all of a sudden she chose my lipstick, you know, um, I don't know why I assume Valentina, but 
Nami just said something really interesting in the chat room, yeah. which I hadn't really considered until now, and that is only white girls have only won all stars. That is true. So going back to our discussion about the diversity in this cast, mm-hmm. this is kind of making sure he's a st- you know stacking the deck so that a a girl of color, a queen of color, will win all stars. Well, I don't want to give anything away because that's for the rumor mill, but um, <laughs> there are very interesting points of view on that uh, in terms of the little bit of tea that's been leaked. All I'll say. Okay. That could go either I, way. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great to see Latrice on All Stars 4. Great thing to, to point out is remember on All Stars 1, the girls were teamed they were teamed up in teams of two. And it, uh, you know, they had like, uh, uh, what was Ch- Shad? Team Shad. And then there was uh, Rujubi. Rujubi. And then they also had. Uh, what was Manila and Latrice? I mean, they were a team. Latrilla. Latrilla. So it's Team Latrilla are the ones back from All Stars One. But let's go. Let's, let's go to Manila Luzon right now. Manila Luzon. She is part of Team Latrilla. She's also on All Stars Four. Your thoughts on that, Taylor the Latte Boy? I always loved Manila. Manila was, you know, we talked about Latrice being the first queen that I ever saw live. Manila was the first queen who I bought her single on iTunes. I bought Hot Couture because I I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. There's, she's somebody who I clearly have a very fond place in my heart for. Anybody who heard our top lip syncs of all time uh, episode would know. And she was always very funny to me. She always had very interesting looks to me that were very steeped in pop culture. Mm-hmm. I don't – I'm not crazy. She's, she's gone to this place of where she's always got the white streak in her hair, the very uh-huh. Cruella de Vil, which I'm not all about. But she is also super, super fish to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she is somebody who definitely – you could, you could not clock you know, as, as being a boy – I I I I'm excited to see them back because as anybody who watched All Stars One knows, they her and Latrice definitely I feel like got a raw deal and they went home entirely too soon. It should have been other performers that should have been maybe not in the top four yeah. or the top six. Well, yeah, and Manila Luzon, I think, in the All Stars season, the team really hurt her. Um, yeah, that team. It, it, you know, you're you're relying on somebody else, even though she wasn't a great team. It just it was a very it was not it was not good for her so this will be good for her to get a chance to really shine on her own next we have trinity taylor who's changed her name to trinity the tuck but uh trinity taylor your thoughts on trinity taylor being an all-stars for tan the latte boy well after i sent her my cease and desist so from being at the house of taylor oh that's know, right she's not really a member so i she had to change her name to trinity the tuck mm-hmm. um I Trinity Trinity was not one of my favorites going in. I think I remember you and I having a conversation on Meet the Queens for season nine, and I said she will be the first one to go home. Yeah, <laughs> and I was very wrong with that. She definitely proved me wrong with her talent and who she was. She definitely is. She she makes for good television. Mm-hmm. Um, one interesting little factoid about her promo picture with this iridescent dress that's kind of frilly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the man who made it. You do. Yes, he is a designer whose name I cannot remember, but he went to school with my co-host, Taffy Carlisle Huffington on Pot as my co-pilot. He went to school with her oldest daughter and was oh. Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. So I've seen him perform, and he's done a lot of other really great looks for other queens, including the uh, 
outfit that Sasha wore on the reunion episode that was sort of this very teal color with the spiked mohawk. Mm-hmm. He he designed that outfit and he has a very distinguished look. I follow him on Instagram and and um, hopefully I'm going to be contacting him about maybe being interviewed on the show. Is that oh, something listeners might be interested in? I think that they might be. I'm sure they'll tell us in the chat and they'd be interested in hearing from him. Now, let me ask you this question. And this is the most important question to determine whether people want to hear from him. Is he hot? You would think he's kind of hot, yes. Oh, I would. Oh, yes. yes well, you figure he. Sure. Well, except except that he is twenty five. Um, so, I know he's, my friend, sweet Michael, turned twenty five, and I never had an, an attraction towards Michael. But I was like, oh, he's too old for me now. <laughs> your old wizened friend, sweet yeah. Michael, now. Yeah, my old your, my my, your, my elderly friend, sweet Michael. Your elderly friend, your aged yeah, friend, my aged um, friend. Trinity, I think is going to make for great. She she's a great all star contestant. I mm-hmm. think she is somebody that there are very few in this group that I am questioning why they're there. She is not one of them. I think she's going to make for good TV. I think she is definitely going to be the. Um, she has the potential to be not to be the villain, but to play the no too vague. Here is what happened card. Yeah, I could I could definitely see her doing that and maybe stirring the pot a little bit, just enough to get everybody else rathered up and to just kind of sit and go, I don't know what happened. You know, I will say, I don't think, I think she did better than we thought she should have done, but I don't necessarily, I think she went a little too far. I think she went farther than she should have on season nine. I will say that. I I, I don't know if, if I would have put her in that final four. I know a lot of people would, but I don't know. There was something about her that I just, I mean, I liked her, and I think, I, like, in other words, she should have been, like, in fourth or fifth place in my book. Well, technically, she was in fourth place, because she was the first one to go oh, home. You know what? You're right. So, never mind. She's exactly where she should have gone home. All right. <laughs> who next, went home Who went home fifth on that season? Went home, Alexis Michelle. Okay. Oh, right. I think she. I liked her better than Alexis Michelle. That's true. But Alexis Michelle, you know what? Well, no, but then the problem you have is Van, Valentina going home sooner than she should have. So it, th- it threw the system all out of whack. Yes. I think the top four should have been Valentina, Shay, Sasha, and – oh, what, should Peppermint have been there, though? I would pick Peppermint over Trinity. Okay. All right. Well, we can debate that all we want. All right. Pheromone. Uh, Taylor. Pheromone from also from season nine. Yeah, right? Yeah, season nine. Pheromone. Your thoughts, a lot of season nine here. Your thoughts on Pheromone being in the cast? I'm calling it now. <laughs> You're calling it now, yes? First one to go home. Oh, really? The the line from All Stars 1, you, Mimi, I'm third, coming in number third. Why would why would they, because they need to send somebody home first? I Pheromone is playing the Mimi card here. I think that that's, but doesn't know it. I, this is the one that I really don't understand. She's, she's pretty, she's pretty as a girl. I think she's kind of pretty as a boy too. This is just one that I don't get. I will. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I won't completely disagree with you. I don't think she's the first to go home. I don't think she's the, and I'm not saying if, I don't, I'm not saying this based on any tea. I'm just saying, I because th- remember a lot of this has to do with um, uh, networking and po- and politicking. You know, it's not Rue making the decision. I'm thinking if Rue Paul sends people home, Pheromone's going home first. I agree with you. 
if RuPaul is sending people home like in the old school show, yes, she's going home first. But I think in this world of there's a bottom two and then they see someone, they send someone home, they're sending, they're, she's making it further than that because people are going to want to keep her around because she's not a threat. They're going to want to get rid of the threats first. That's my, my, that's my thinking. I okay. Have no tea, I have no tea on that, but that's all I'm saying. Is it also possible that people yeah. will also maybe feel sorry for her because of the last last time she was on the really like the last time she was on TV mm-hmm. was the whole you never loved me from Valentina and that whole that whole fight and I think she maybe gets <gasps> oh, get some realized. of the sympathy from that. They're going to be in the cast together. Yes. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. So you get that plus the drama of that, even though she does, she and Valentina both say in their little interviews that they've worked past that and they're, they're, they're friendly again. Mm-hmm. So I, I but, the, but they, it also, they're friendly. They're mm-hmm. not friends. They both make it very, they both speak through, through very veiled statements that we've decided that it's better to not let this become some war between the two of us that we all just kind of respect one another and respect who we are. Mm-hmm. And we've both moved on. So that now that also is before they were put in a competition against each other again. So yeah. we'll see. But I still think that I, I stand by that. I think she's going to be the first one to go home. Okay. Well, we'll, just, we'll discuss at the end. All right. Next, the one that everyone's talking about. Valentina, are you gonna say something, Mina? What do you want? I have another room to pass that. Taylor, what do you what do you have to say about Valentina being on the All Stars Four? Okay, when Valentina was on the Meet the Queens for season nine, Mm -hmm. I remember saying how much I liked Valentina Mm -hmm. and that Valentina seemed to have a good head on her shoulders and that she seemed very knowledgeable about you know, fashion and, and design and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, Oh, I really like her. She's going to go places. And I think she's going to be, everybody's going to really like her. And then I could not stand her on her season. Mm -hmm. And so when I knew that she was going to be part of all stars four, I was a little like, ugh, whatever, I guess that she, she's, everybody loves her. She's really popular. Mm -hmm. And then I read this article and goddamn, if I'm not excited that she's going to be on. Because yeah. she she pretty much talks like I grew up a little bit. I was this stupid little boy that was my head was bigger than I thought it than it than it should have been, mm-hmm. and I've I've grown as a as a performer and as a human and all this. So now I'm excited to see if that is true or if we're going to get the same old you know the the same old Valentina from you know I was a star. The TV just had to find me kind of kind of thing. Well, okay, you know, we have a show, if you're listening to this on the free iTunes feed, we don't discuss spoilers on any show that's going to be on a free iTunes feed anymore, so there's no spoilers here, but I will say, I do believe that Valentina is subject of some drama on All Stars 4, so I think you can look forward to that. If you want to know what that T is, we'll discuss it on the rumor mill. Uh, available to Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash drag race recap, but we're not going to discuss that here. But I think, look, Val- Valentina, no matter whether you hate her or you love her, she brings it. And what I mean is, I don't mean bring it necessarily that you love her, but I mean, she, you, you, everyone loves to talk about her. So I think she's going to make this a very, very, very interesting season. And the one thing you can't deny, even if you hate Valentina, you cannot deny that she brings some discussion-worthy looks. 
You may, I don't know how anyone, I, I think people, even people who hated her liked her looks, right, Taylor? But she brings the looks. I, okay, you yes. talk, I remember you talking about that, her season. The only look of hers that I remember really liking was the Madonna, the Night of a Thousand Madonnas, where she just had the black bars over her crotch and her chest. That was the only one that I remember really liking. I think that you liked her looks and you liked her runway specifically you used to talk about how important it was as someone who is of um mexican heritage to see that represented on drag race and i feel like that you really that you respond to that and i feel like other other mexican americans and people in mexico really respond to that as well as other latin um latin um latinx people i don't i didn't really get it She's well, pretty. There's but the wedding I was, one. I was never. I was never like really wowed by anything that she did. What about the the white party one? That was a great look. The wedding dress. It was a great dress, but it, I've seen better. Well, now we know you're racist. All right, next we have. <laughs> there it is. The secret's out. The secret's out. That's why I'm so excited about this season. Look, I can just I could just watch people of color get sent home one after the other after the other. America, facts are facts. And speaking of, <laughs> it's time to talk about Monique Hart. Uh, Taylor, your thoughts on Monique Hart being on All Stars 4? I love Monique. I love Monique. I, I Monique is, is one of my, you know, she she, she was great. For, brown cow stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, facts are facts. However, Monique was part of one of the most disappointing parts of that season, which was that lip sync that she went home to which is one of my all-time favorite songs. Mm -hmm. And for her to just completely decimate that song, not in a good way, Mm -hmm. I makes me sad, but I, I love her. And I think she, she, I remember us talking about that. She gave great commentary. She gave great confessionals. So to see her in with a caliber of other Queens that are, I would say higher than her season, it's going to be fun to watch her, share her observations with about everybody else in that workroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Taylor, I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm going back to what I said before. I think it's too soon for her to be on. I think you're right. I think she has great confessionals. I'm wondering, there were problems also with her aesthetic. Like she had good ideas, but they were kind of sloppily put together. I'm wondering how that does for her in this kind of competition. She's going to have some fierce competition. I think this was too soon for her to come back. I think for sure. I think you can make an argument for Mo- for Monet Exchange to come back. But Monique Hart should have definitely sat this one out, made some of that uh, drag race coin, and built up a war chest of wardrobes and money so that when she came back, she could... Because br- she had good ideas for looks. But she just didn't have the money or the whatever it was to take to actually finish the look to complete the look they always looked unfinished and i think what we're going to see here is a poor performance from monique hart for that very reason okay sounds fair next jasmine masters uh from season seven of rupaul's drag race your thoughts on her being an all-stars four Jasmine was somebody that, as I said before, I don't think people appreciated enough when she was on her season. I know that mm-hmm. she got a lot of shit where people commented really harshly on her looks and uh, her her abs and and all of that. And then I think she really kind of she was somebody that made more of a name for herself after she left 
drag race with her with her YouTube videos. I she is somebody that I want to see how she has progressed as a performer. Mm-hmm. She still feels kind of old school to me mm-hmm. in that I think she is going to kind of be this season's Kennedy, Kennedy mm-hmm. Davenport, not necessarily yeah. going as far as Kennedy did, but I think she is going to kind of play that role of that old school Southern drag mm-hmm. and that, that that's going to be the part that she plays. Um, and hopefully we get we get a couple of other great quotes out of her, like panties, bitch. And yeah. And uh, pop the corn and feed the children. I was going to say she was pop the corn and feed the children. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that that's I, I hope I hope that she's around long enough so that we get some some choice moments from her for things like that. She is a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun to watch. She's definitely a star. This is a good chance for her to get some more screen time. I don't know if I think she's going to go very far, but I do think that it'll be fun to watch her when she's on. Moving on. Go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, she also kind of reminds me with statements like that and that old school Southern, she is sort of a cross between Kennedy and Alyssa Edwards to me. Yes, I agree with that. I don't think it's a bad comparison to make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Naomi Smalls from season eight. Your thoughts? I love Naomi. Um, I really kind of like just about everybody in this because I even like Farah. I just don't mm-hmm. think she should be on All Stars. Um I get th- this picture that they have of her for the promo picture is horrible. She looks like Shea Coulee. She, well, she, yeah, she looks kind of, but she looks like a mean Shea Coulee. Yeah. Um, she had some iconic looks. That scarecrow look from the Wizard of Oz challenge for her mm-hmm. season was iconic. She was somebody that I know Football. you love her as a boy. Oh my you God. Have a, she's so cute as a boy. Crush for her. Um, she always struck me as somebody for as being as young as she was, super mature and super very aware of herself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's always fun to watch somebody that is that self-confident and self-assured, but not by putting other people down. She just knew what she wanted to do and she knew how to do it. And and I think she's I think she's great. I think she's great. Yeah, I think she's I I'll tell you what, I think she's an underestimated queen. I think she's gonna bring the looks. And I think she's going to become more confident, and she's another person who waited, and thus will have that war chest built up. The looks, she's learned more because she was young, she's more seasoned. I think we're going to be surprised by her. And let's move on to the final queen we're going to talk about, uh, Gia Gunn. She is the Boom Boom Gun. Your thoughts? Take the thoughts away. Didn't I just say I liked just about everybody on the season? <laughs> I love Gia Gunn. I know you hate her, and I, I hate. Oh, all right, let me let me rephrase that. Let me let me let me change that around. I hated Gia Gunn on season six. Yes, I hated everything about her. I I just she annoyed me to no end, and I also know that she is somebody else who has since gone through um, transition. Mm-hmm. And when I see her now, when she is inter- when she is interviewed or when she's interviewing people, mm-hmm. she is somebody who seems more confident and more. Where you could you can almost kind of watch where it seems like a lot of the tension that she had while she was on season six, mm-hmm. had, like is, you can watch it in her seat and her shoulders and stuff, and she mm-hmm. seems more comfortable in her own skin. And seems like a happier person now when mm-hmm. she – I know she did stuff with the Trixie and Katya show for a while. And she's been where she – I think she's done fashion review. Um, and she's she's been more 
pleasant to watch. Yeah. Um, is she somebody that I'm rooting for? No, not at all. But I'm curious what the transition will be like for her as far as from when she was, she was kind of a villain on season six mm-hmm. purposely or otherwise. And I, I'll be curious. I know some of the tea I get not getting into rumors. I know some of the tea about all stars Four mm-hmm. and her, and I will just be curious how that plays out. And if the Gia, if she responds the way Gia from season six would have or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Now, now Taylor, uh, I'm going to go to the chat room for a second. Nami Harder in the chat room. He wanted to know if, if you think there's going to be a villain of the season, who do you think that person will be? Um, I mean, I don't know that there's going to be a villain per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't really have a villain on all stars three. Did we? Um, no, I don't know. So. I mean, I know that kind of on all stars two, the villain was Definitely. Um, well, definitely I think there's going to be. I think you skyped out there. What? Definitely who? Was definitely Fifi for All Stars too. That was at least oh, the way yeah, the edit yeah. was. Was mm-hmm. that she was she was the villain? I think we're going to have some shit stirs. I think that because of the way this is, nobody wants to paint themselves as the villain because if there's a chance they're on the chopping block, yeah. that's an immediate ticket home. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I think, think there's going to be enough people that are going to want to fuck with each other a little bit to create some drama um as we said before i could see trinity being a shit stir uh i could see valentina being a shit stir um i could even see honestly i could even see monique hart being a little bit of a shit stir as well but i'm gonna disagree Um, with you there was a short time where milk was the villain i know milk was milk was his own villain her own villain, excuse mm-hmm. me, because I think it was that milk wasn't trying to milk was so focused on milk mm-hmm. that milk self sabotaged. Yeah. Whereas I think the idea of a villain is a villain is somebody that wants to get other under other people's skin. Mm-hmm. And I think milk was so obsessed with milk in all stars three yeah. that, th- that he was, he was a villain of his own. He was a villain of his own making. And don't you think there was a time, not throughout the whole season, but at least for an episode or two where Shangela was sort of portrayed as the villain, especially the way she was going after Trixie about the letter on the wall and whatnot. Well, but we also talked about that, that that seemed more like that was producer written, yeah. you know, where we said it's, it seemed very go over and stand next to the wall and see, see what's on there. Yeah. Versus, versus her trying to start shit. Yeah. And ultimately that was also the episode though, where she also kept Trixie around mm-hmm. when Trixie was in the bottom two mm-hmm. or bottom three, I think. I don't remember, so. but you know, um, now, let me ask you this question. You proposed this earlier, and let's do this now. I, now, while you were talking, it was so interesting what you were saying. I made my list already of who I think is going to go in the first half and the second half. Uh, do you All have right. your list already? Uh, I did not make the list, but I can if, – if I'm going to go through the group photo. Uh, so there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. So, so five and five. I will we're say who I – Bottom half, top half. All right. So – I think my bottom half are going to be yeah. Pheromone. Sure. No particular order, by the way. No particular order. Well, except Pheromone. I think I think Pheromone's going to go home first. Okay. I think G is going to go home in the first half. Okay. I think Monique might go home in the first half. All right. 
I almost want to say I think Men- uh, uh who who's who's left that I haven't said? Gia. Did I say Gia? Uh you did say Gia. Okay. I think Jasmine might go home in the first half. Mm-hmm. And one more. Um it kills me to say it, but I think Latrice might go home in the first half. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. So So that I, leaves that that leaves my top five as who? <laughs> Valentina, uh, Manila, Monet, Nami, Nami and Nami not Harder's Nami. a listener, Taylor. Naomi. Yeah. Nami Harder could be in the top half of the All Stars four. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would vote Team ha- Team Nami on Twitter. Um and who was the did I say Trinity? So yeah, Trinity. No, so that's okay. that's my top five. Our top five is, are Go ahead. Trinity, Nami, Valentina, Monet, Why do you keep saying Manila. Nami? Say it again. God damn it, Naomi. Okay. Naomi. No, I went Nami. All right. I, I I'm taking out Naomi Smalls and putting in Nami Harder in the top five for so you so Nami, you better get some looks ready, girl, because you're you're gonna be you're gonna be uh lip syncing. All right, our list is very close. This is no particular order. My bottom half, I have uh, Monique Hart, Pheromone, Jasmine Masters, Gia Gunn, and then I, I, I struggled with the fifth one, but I went with Monet Exchange. Okay. okay. Then in the top half, I have Trinity Taylor, Latrice Royale, Valentina, Manila Luzon, and Naomi Smalls in the top half. Okay. Do you have a do you, do you think you can call a winner or a top 2? I think Valentina is going to be in the top 2. Okay. Um and I would say it's going to be Valentina versus I could see a if you're doing top 3, mm-hmm. I would say Valentina, Monet and Manila. Interesting. If you're doing top 2, I'm going to say Valentina versus Manila. And of those two, I would want it to be Manila. All right. Manila's got the legacy. She's been with she's been with the series for however many years. I think that that is deserving of the crown. Right. I think I know a little too much to comment. Right. Or even okay. if I even if I didn't, I feel like the listeners would think I do and would thus read into what I said. So I'll, okay. just, I'll just leave it at that. Now, Taylor, and everyone should know listening going forward, we were so happy to have you on here for the Meet the Queens for All-Stars 4 because everyone should know the way it's going to work this year is Taylor only wants to do one season a year, correct? That's correct. And I'll so, still come on for guest stuff every once in a while, yeah. but I, I'm only committing to one season. And so he's committing to season 11. So in his place, Sirius XM radio host Larry Flick will be co-hosting with me uh for um all stars four so it'll be myself and larry flick maybe there might be a, a chance uh of evan airs sprinkled in there um but um but but you know people are gonna miss you and are you gonna miss me taylor i talk to you all the time how am i gonna miss you well i want to sing this to you because <laughs> oh god remember me Though I have, though I have to say goodbye, remember me. 
don't let it make you cry for even if i'm far away i hold you in my heart i sing a secret song to you each night we are apart remember me though i have to do a show with evan airs remember me <laughs> Every story I do not care Know that I am with you The only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again Remember me Taylor's wiping his no, eye. No, I didn't Taylor cry. Taylor's wiping his eye. It's, 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 that's, that song kills me. You know that. You're such an asshole. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All wounded and defeated. I'm sorry. Yeah. I so, no, I, that was very sweet. That was very sweet of you to do. I, I, you're going to talk to me all the time. I'm going to occasionally pop in. No llores, por favor. Te llevo en mi corazón y cerca me tendrás. A solas yo te cantaré. Soñando regresar, recuérdame. Aunque tenga que emigrar, recuérdame. Sorry, I had to do that. I had to do that by law. Sorry. What was uh, you're insane. <laughs> you're fucking nuts. Why aren't you going to... Is it weird? Is it going to be weird listening to... Yes, yes. I, I will say this. I don't... When you do... What did, what did you guys do? Season five? Was yeah. that what the one that you guys no, just no. did? What are you talking No, we haven't done season five. You mean like one of the the uh, the reflections episode? For well, those of you listening later, stuff when you and Evan do it, it's weird listening to it because it, it's been such a big part of my life for these months at a time mm-hmm. that you guys are doing it, and it's very much like a oh god, I would say this right now, or I want to comment on this, or I want to do that, but then I'm like oh, but I'm but I'm not in this, I'm not in the virtual studio. I'm just sort of I'm just sort of a listener, but it's it's fun. Oh god, what are you playing now? No, come on. No, 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 no. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? 
rainbow connection the dreamers and Evan and me <laughs> so what you were saying I don't know that every wish would be heard and answered like Evan can you finish a fucking sentence somebody's done that I mean it's called fucking broadcasting (laughs) (laughs) poor Evan's getting attacked he's not even here (laughs) I was gonna say he's done nothing wrong I know by the way the voice that you're doing for Kermit is the same one when you go hello ugly oh yeah I I know Jack Morda and Kermit have a very similar voice it's like hello uglies which by the way, now I mutter that to myself when I'm listening to your show after I'm done, like I'm doing laundry and pulling stuff out of the jar and I go, hello, uglies. <laughs> you know what? Standing so, by myself. Did you see on uh, Instagram that Trixie and Kimchi did the the Boulet Brothers for Halloween? No. <gasps> oh, you didn't see that? Looked it up. And when she put it on Instagram, you can just look at Google it, I'm sure. When she uh-huh. put it on Instagram, she wrote, hello, uglies. <laughs> <laughs> hello, uglies. There, I, literally, I'm not even joking. Um, th- this, anytime I get a chance with Lori to do this, oh man, I don't know what I'm doing here in this castle. Hello, Joe, ugly. Joe, is that you, Taylor? I don't know. Anytime I talk about the Boulet Brothers, I land up here in, in a castle. Okay, but does that mean that I have to end up in this castle too? I don't know how it happened. Hello, uglies! <gasps> oh my god! Look who it is! It's Drek Mortar from uh, the. By the way, Swan Thula never appears. Yeah, that's right. I always ask her to come, and she's like, "Not with those two tubbies." Okay, look, look. Why Drek is Mor- she still walking towards us? <laughs> yeah, why is Drek Mortar always the slowest one? By the way, and this is gonna come up in the finale, like. There's a part where she tells someone to hurry up. I'm like, bitch, do you ever (laughs) see you walk somewhere? Anyway, this is what you miss out on Patreon if you're listening to some free. Yeah, the Dragula shows, they're very, very funny. We talked about in the beginning of this episode. If you're not a Patreon supporter, for Dragula, you don't even have to watch Dragula. You don't have to know who any of the people are. It's just the, the banter between Joe and Lori is comedy gold i've told people because i have friends who've gone like but i haven't watched dragula i'm like to be honest with you don't waste your time don't watch you don't have to watch it it's not about the show it's, <laughs> it's about, really like, not laurie's really craziness not. yeah well, the the thing that you played with laurie on the phone with her dad oh after blowing God. the pe coach <laughs> is the funniest fucking thing be- because you're hysterical in the background you're doing the wheezing car which laugh. i love when you I mean, laugh that hard yeah. And just how that is so played out. What do you mean you're going to get him fired? I mean, it's my body. I can do what I want. So she, funny. It was it was like our own version of her her favorite bit of mine when she has an argument with her mom about being president. Um, all uh, right, Taylor, let's wrap it up. I know you had to have permission to even be out for this late. Yeah, and, and he's uh, going to turn the dog collar, but the shock collar, back on me soon if I don't if I don't go out in the other room and now I watch go, him play video games. I might go see this Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen this? I have not. I have a uh, client who was a who is a huge Freddie Mercury and Queen fan, mm-hmm. and she went and saw it over the weekend and said that she absolutely loved it. She said she said she sat and she cried through the whole thing. But what? but she has a very strong connection to Freddie Mercury, emotional connection to Freddie Mercury. So um, I've heard the movie's not that great, but I've heard he's amazing in it. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, I might go see that. And you know what, Taylor? No matter what you say, no matter what you do, I'm going to see this movie. Even if you give me these shitty reviews, I'm going to see it. Okay. Movie. Okay, I just want you to know. Tonight, I'm going to myself a real good time. I feel alive. lines behind okay <laughs> freddie mercury just cured himself just to come back to die again oh okay 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 <laughs> you know what's so funny is i i don't know my friend mercedes got so offended today you know my friend mercedes uh i think i mentioned this did i mention this in the show that she had a rush out of malibu and was staying at an op- like everyone's worried about her and then she's like eating at fancy restaurants no that was before we started taping uh, before we started taping but she sent me a picture and she was like, look at this picture somebody sent me. And it's like Pacific Coast Highway. And there's like these ominous black smoke over the mountains. And it's people rushing out of Malibu. I go, um, what did I write? I wrote something like, um, something that black hasn't hit Malibu so hard since Halle Berry moved in. <laughs> and she was like, Joe. And then she stopped texting me. I would have stopped texting you too. That's a horrible joke. I think it's a great joke. All right. Uh, well, let's call it a day there. We'll still talk to you guys in the chat room for a little bit. But, um, but the guys, thank you guys so much for listening, whether you're listening on Patreon or where you're listening for free on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Um, you know what, Taylor? I only have the Reflections outro, so I'm going to do that. Um, but uh, So Evan's going to get a free plug for his Instagram. Where do you, where can we find you? PIMC Taylor? We can find you on Instagram, right? PIMC Taylor on Instagram. Thank you. I've gotten a bunch of new people that have started following me on Instagram, and I noticed I always look to see who their other followers are, and it tends to be you and Evan and Drag Race Recap. So to all of you guys looking at my Instagram pictures, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. And then and Daniel also- Riley, you're, you're allowed to like private message me on Instagram if you like. This Daniel Riley seems like very cute Twinkie. By the way, I love how I'm seeing someone, Taylor, and I'm already still hitting on people. Because <sighs> you have issues. I know. Seriously. Want to share your thoughts about Drag Race? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap and follow us on Twitter at dragracerecap. To find all of our old episodes, visit our website at dragracerecap.com. You can follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers. That's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S. And on Twitter at Nobody Cares. That's N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S. Ironically, nobody really does care. Follow <laughs> Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. And you can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at Catching Up Podcast and wherever you get your podcasts.